this is the Let's Train Your Brain podcast, a podcast that encourages you to reflect, grow, and expand your mental toolbox. My name is Annie Ursta, and I am the host of this podcast. I'm a certified life coach with a background in psychology, and my purpose is to help people transform their mindset for the better. This podcast is made for you that are open and willing to grow and curious to learn more about how the mind works. Sounds interesting? Well, let's get right to it. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the 18th episode of the Let's Train Your Brain podcast. George and I, my husband, are currently in Santa Rosa, and today's episode is recorded at a Starbucks parking lot. So I hope there's not going to be a lot of noise here today. We're doing our best due to our circumstances. So this week is about loneliness, and I decided to call the episode The Truth About Loneliness, and we will talk a lot about a lot around what it means and what we can do and what it feels like. I want this episode to be an episode for for you that might feel lonely, for you that have been feeling lonely, or for you that have people around you that feels lonely. Um, pretty much an episode that is for for everyone, so that we can learn together. Loneliness is. Honestly, too common not to be talked about. And in the world of research, there was a analysis from 2015 of compiled data from 70 studies showing, and this is, you know, bear in mind, this is five, six, seven years ago. And I'm sure the concept or idea of loneliness, especially after COVID, has been, uh, you know, even worse than what this was showing. So these 70 studies were showing that the absence of social connections actually carried the same health risks as smoking up to 15 cigarettes a day. Really, and had the worse outcome than obesity. Interesting with these studies is that it didn't matter what age you were. So you could be a teenager, you could be older. It was the same thing. I don't know if you smoke. I do not smoke. And... Thinking that if I would be lonely, that would pretty much equal to 15 cigarettes a day. Of course, this is, you know, this is only research that's been doing or studies that's been done. But it still just kind of shows that this is really serious. And for me, if I'm looking at my hands, which I'm doing right now, both my hands, they're not enough to count the times that I've felt loneliness in my life you know like all the way from childhood until where i am today well on the other hand does that mean that i didn't have any friends around it didn't loneliness in of itself is defines itself as sadness due to not having friends or company to feel isolated it can be situational but for some it's something you wake up to every single day. The feeling of being lonely is subjective, which means if you feel it, then you are it. At least that's how you feel, right? It doesn't take into the equation how many friends you have or how much money you have in your pocket. You can even feel lonely surrounded by your family. You might Ask yourself this question. Why, Annie, did you choose to talk about this today? 
it bumped into my mind, especially, I guess there, there's two reasons. Because I just thought of it. <laughs> that was one. While the other one is simply because I have a lot of people around me that I love that's been feeling or experiencing loneliness lately. And as I've, you know, experienced people around me feeling this way, and I've felt it in the past, I'm, I bet that means that there's many more out there feeling the same. So that those are kind of like the reasoning for why I wanted to talk about this. I think another thing to, to kind of share is that I feel like mental health in general has become more normalized. But talking about loneliness can, this might just be me, it kind of feels like, oh, you're lonely. Do you not have people around you? Do you not have friends? Like almost a bit stigmatized. Maybe that's just how I can think about it. But I really want to, I want loneliness to be something that's very normal. It's very normal within our society to feel lonely. And it doesn't mean you're going to be it forever. It's just something that you've experienced. So if you're feeling lonely today, I don't want you to think, man, I am lonely. Like, my life sucks. Like, everything is bad. I can't fix this. Uh, because as we talk about this, I'll be giving some tips later on for what you can do to help yourself. So this is a place for all of us. Just want to throw that out there. So let me throw out a couple examples of loneliness. It can be not having a significant other. And holy moly, I will tell you this. When I moved back to Norway after living in Hawaii for three years uh, for college, I literally went from all my friends that were surrounding me was single, apart from one of my roommates, to coming home to Norway. And close to all of them were either married, pregnant, or and in a relationship. It felt like I was the only one that was single. And to be honest, that was quite the shock. I went from living with friends to moving back home with mom and dad. Most of my friends had their own families. So honestly, for me, the whole dynamic shifted and the feeling of loneliness arrived. You might have been in a similar situation to this. And... If this is something you're feeling right now, you're definitely not alone. I will say there are great things about being single, the freedom for months, but the possible state of mind of feeling lonely can be really rough. I get that. I've been there. Other examples of loneliness can be honestly not having close friends. I've talked with some of my friends about this and Although most of my listeners, I believe, are women, I do believe that loneliness in terms of friendships is even more difficult for men. Because one thing is doing activities in a group, but having a friend that checks in on you, not just once a year, once a month, but often, I think it's really hard to find. We're all, you know, busy, whatever that means, but we are. And so to finding that one person or those a couple of people to be there can be really hard. It really takes determination, 
consistency and a willingness to be there. Maybe your job makes it really hard. Someone that prioritizes fully listen to you, to be there for you when you need it, and just, you know, like randomly think about you. I have ways, you know, I have ways to go in my own friendships and I'm, I'm no expert there. But all I know is that I know what it's like to be listened to, supported, loved. And that's the most amazing thing ever <laughs> to experience, honestly. This can go back to what a friend is for you. Do you want close friendships or just someone to hang out with? Of course, this is really up to you and will play a big role in, in your life and the people you surround yourself with. But I've found for me, I like depth. I enjoy good conversations that is more than talking just about the surf level stuff, the news and the town I live in, or at this point, I don't really have a town I live in, but... <laughs> Uh, this has meant that as I've grown, so has my friendships. Some have been added, some have been subtracted, and some have changed. And, and get this, we are supposed to change. Now, please hear me out here, because if relationships within your life changes, don't be afraid, they're supposed to. We're supposed to grow and change. You're not supposed to be where you were five or ten years ago you're developing you're expanding it's okay i think it can be easy to be afraid of friendships to grow apart um but does that mean that we should hold on to something that in reality should look different because we've grown personally i don't think so but of course that's up for you to decide for your life loneliness what is the takeout for this episode? I certainly don't have all the answers because loneliness is as complex as, you know, depression. I dare to say that. And it's not necessarily just one reason why we feel lonely. Another note is that loneliness and solitude are different. Solitude is a choice. You choose to spend time with yourself and it's healthy because to hang out with yourself and yourself only will teach you know all of us independence introspection as we spend that time with ourselves even learning how to get to know ourselves better loneliness on the other hand isn't a choice you know sure we can try to make decisions and try to surround ourselves around people but we don't wake up choosing to feel lonely. That's something that comes. If you want it or not. If you're, of course, in a situation where that happens. But this, this podcast episode isn't just about chit-chatting about loneliness. Because I'm sure <laughs> you know what loneliness means for you. But I think finding helpful action steps practical steps is important and first I will say that although there are helpful steps to take please be patient with yourself it's not necessarily just easy to put yourself out there try to make friends maybe you've been pretty much inside for the past two years to do COVID and just 
doing a little tiny step outside can feel like going way out of your comfort zone. So be patient. It's not necessarily just easy. Like, that is okay. I remember how spoiled I was in college because I met some of my best friends there and we clicked so well, super fast. And, you know, like moving back to the US after going home for a little bit and trying to find similar friendships can be both hard and time consuming. And living in a van, of course, <laughs> doesn't make it easier. Um, but that's why our mindset about our situation is so important. I'm choosing to be grateful for the friendships I have been lucky to gain already, instead of feeling hopeless of how in the world I can gain as great friendships once again. I want to try to focus on one step at a time and knowing that that can take a lot of time. And of course, is that the perfect answer? I don't know, but I know for sure that being impatient doesn't help. And even giving yourself the grace to know that this is not an overnight quick fix, most things in life really aren't. If you feel lonely and want to change, first of all, applaud yourself for wanting to change. Tell yourself how amazing that is in itself. Some people feel lonely and do nothing about it. And I'm not blaming them because it's understandable when you are already feeling low. But having the courage to say, you know what? I'm tired of this. I want to change. Applaud yourself for that. So that is number one. One step at a time. And be proud of yourself for wanting to take care of your mental health. Tip number two. Quality over quantity. Every single time. According to experts, it really isn't the quantity of social interactions that help us overcome loneliness, but the quality. Choose your friends wisely. Who is in your inner circle? Are they adding energy or draining you? Don't be friends with someone simply to be polite. Life is too short. I'm speaking of experience. Find out what you need because most likely you'll find that not everyone needs what you need. So be honest and even with friends, talk about the friendship. At least I think that this could be smart. Talk about the friendship similarly to your romantic relationship because the more intentional you are with your close ones, the better the relationships you have in your life will be. And at least... You know, this is my experience. Tip number three, find something you like and care about and join a community. George and I can't wait for our house to be ready to join different communities. Being surrounded by like-minded people or people with similar interests, and you have something in common that you can do together. You know, pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> I will say, and this is interesting, in high school when I did sports, I honestly didn't have to pay attention to, you know, being involved in a community because I already had it. But I think once you graduate high school or college, it's easy to get stuck in this habit of going to work, go home, chill, and, you know, get ready for the next day. So give it a shot to try and find a community you think you might like because it can make your life more fulfilling and then again help 
combat loneliness. I remember after college and I moved back home, got a job and realized that, man, is working all I'm going to do? Or do I actually want to be more so a part of a community? Like what is life? What is important in my life? So kind of to add into tip number three is one thing is finding a community. But as you're doing that, really figure out what you want your life to be. What are the important values of your life? Is it just to work and go home or is there more to it for you? My last tip is this. Relax your crossed arms. Try to be inviting and don't expect the worst. I know, I know. Expecting the worst is a way our mind makes sure we're not going to be disappointed. The issue is that it can also mean that a lot of great relationships we would have been able to make won't happen because we have too many walls up. Try to have a positive attitude, not overly positive, but a positive attitude and think that people generally mean well. Sure, maybe the person you meet isn't the perfect match of a friend for you. But on the other hand, what if it is? Try to be open. You really don't have anything to lose for that. All that to say, loneliness isn't something that once you have it, it's stuck on you. But it won't go away by itself. You need to take ownership of your life. And speaking of ownership, if you haven't, last week's episode is about that exact topic. So you can go and check it out. So as we wrap up, I want to thank you, as always, for being here with me as we try to train our brain together. I really appreciate you and if you have any questions, feel free to follow let's.train.your.brain on Instagram and subscribe to this podcast. All right, guys, I'll see you next week.